You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we try to answer specific questions on an individual topic, and then at the end, we bring in an expert to give you the real answers. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. Sacramento's blowing the fuck up. That's what I got. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, I uh, we went to we have like a boys' day Saturday now. I never I have friends, but I haven't had friends. I guess I wasn't that social in my twenties, mm. and it's still even this year. I feel like I'm building foundation for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right, this show's new. It's gaining momentum. It's growing fast, but we're in the building phases the first six months of anything i have a company that i'm starting uh, that's been in the building phase for a year my yeah. twitch i've been doing it six months it's all building building and so like mm-hmm. sometimes that gets grueling and like anticipation momentum goes up and down excitement goes up and down because like it's not like a trip you get excited yeah you hop on the plane and then you're there like right. building a company or a podcast can take years if not months uh to get to where you want and potentially you're never where you actually want right exactly. you want to be the biggest podcast in the world right. um and so my 20s was that for my entire career mm-hmm. really it was just all building so i didn't have like i had friends obviously we we'd go to eat after we trained et cetera et cetera right but um now i, I obviously uh just have homies that we do so we go work out we film saturdays mm-hmm. and then we find some food Typically downtown, we ride bikes around. There's supposed to be this restaurant where a sushi chef went and opened a sandwich shop. So he takes his presentation from his sushi background and puts it into like sandwiches and salads. Holy shit. Where is this? It's called down right here, right here. Uh, right by the Capitol Recess. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, so I want it. So I'm starting a food Instagram. I had a photography Instagram uh, and I'm switching it to a food, food Instagram because, yeah, yeah. like, I just don't take that many pictures and I eat all the time. So it's easier. Uh, so we <laughs> rode over there. It was closed. Um, beautiful weather right now in Sacramento. Yeah. And there was a French fry festival. Oh, my God. I had duck fat fries while I was gone, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. So good. So this oh, whole thing, shit. the whole park at Roosevelt was all French fries, like 20 tr- food trucks, what? all French fries. That's so nuts. we ended up not doing that, but we should have. Um, then we just ended up at Dad's uh, Deli, grabbed a sandwich. Uh-huh. But point being, then we uh, went and played some golf. We hit some balls at the golf range. Do you go to like like regular golf place or like top just golf? Hagen, Hagen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Regular golf. Connor's a real golfer, and then I used to kind of golf. I saw that on Instagram. His, yeah. he's got a sweet swing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a real golfer. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. If you guys have any charity events, uh, invite me. I'll we'll come and win. Uh, so then we went and hit some balls, messed around, and then we came back downtown. And yeah. our buddy Kyle rolled around with us. He wanted a beer, so we ended up at Beer Garden, which is a cool little outdoor beer spot here in Sacramento. Yep. Um, just had a beer, talked around, joked around. Um, but then we heard that it was Second Saturday, which it started probably ten years ago, maybe more. In I think maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, but it was just an art festival kind of, and so artists. Um, clothing companies whatever it might be mm-hmm. would do pop-up shops and people would kind of right. walk around and, and, and walk into different open houses and stuff right. like that with different companies but now all of a sudden i think only within the last year or less it's become this huge thing where there's food trucks bars doors are open people are serving beer on the streets they shut down blocks blocks and blocks of downtown mm-hmm. There was a big one of those on Saturday night. It was huge. Yeah. There's like a concert out there in the middle of yeah, like the yeah. street, like in our most crowded area. Um, so we rode over there and we were a little bit late to like the concert and stuff. It was kind of closing down. Um, and I don't really like crowds. So we literally just rode by and then went home. But <laughs> point being that uh, things are happening. Things are happening. It makes me really excited. I went through there uh, on Saturday night. We got back from uh, the East Coast. We spent uh, a week in 
Nova Scotia, and then a week up the main coast, which was which was crazy. It was really it was really cool, um, beautiful, and like before the season started. Yeah. So basically, you can actually get into places, and and the weather is a little you know if you one way or the other. We only had one day that was really just totally boring rain. In um, in Camden, Maine, we just got poured on. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, but uh, uh, cold or medium? Pretty medium. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. With even Hal- even Halifax and the Nova Scotia area was yeah. not that bad. Didn't die. A little a little chilly, but windy. Really, I think is the whole thing with both places is windy. But no, I I came into that because comedy spot. There, my yeah yeah my show that I'm normally in. Uh, they had a performance that night, and that's and I, the corners on. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I couldn't make it in to, in in time for the performance. Yeah. And I woke up. I mean, in in my defense, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. This relative to this time right. zone, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, I had to drive an hour to the uh, airport in Boston, and then flew, flew in. So there was no way. So yeah. I just shot. I shot a bunch of video um, of the show. I got in there like five or six minutes late but holy crap there was a lot of people yeah. still dispersing from that that thing in that in in uh in midtown there. that was crazy yes it was popping off cops everywhere security everywhere it's cool that they close off the whole street i think to make it like more walkable and stuff one right. issue we do have is obviously parking down here um which is why i like to ride my bike everywhere it makes it nice but eventually they'll fix that a bunch of money getting thrown around here yeah for sure and it looks like i mean we're very close to that soccer um, MLS soccer yeah. team coming. Now they're talking about redoing our river walk. Um, yeah. like we have, we're, we got we're surrounded by water here in Sacramento. It's like one of the main things to do in, in the summer is go rafting down the river. Um, but we don't have like any like touristy areas. Like you go to any beach, San Francisco, San mm-hmm. Diego, there's always like a touristy area by the water. And so they're trying to redo our waterfront, uh, make it more walkable, more scenic. Uh, and all the restaurants and bars there are just kind of old. So I think they're trying to revamp that, put a little like, uh, theater for like concerts and stuff outdoor which would be absolutely sick and then it's also walkable to where most of our bars and um yeah uh basketball stadium is and shit and that's another thing uh which we'll talk about in the next episode uh one of our friends opened a cycling class and i don't think i talked about it no yeah but we about took it, it but we took it but talking about opening cycling classes and talk about fitness um our guest today is alan thrall Mr. Untamed Strength, a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show. The uh, untamed hair and the untamed beard. Big old YouTuber, hundreds of hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers. We watched that happen. Yeah. He, we uh, watched that happen. More than anybody else that, that I know, he totally self-made yeah, on, 100%. On, on YouTube. He, he, he probably had 500,000 subscribers on YouTube before he even met another YouTuber. He was just literally in his own little zone. Wasn't off shout-outs, collaborations, or anything. 100% self-made. Opened his own gym. He's a powerlifter, strong man, does some weightlifting. Um, but he's uh, he's super, like, smart. He's handy. Um, and he's done multiple types of videos from the regular training vlog, food vlog. But He was a Marine, right? Uh, he was a Marine. And yes. he was, uh, I forgot what it's called, you'll know. But it was like he carried dead bodies around. Ooh. But here. Like oh, the funeral oh. guy, the bearer. Oh, he was, yeah, but, yeah. But it's like a pretty, like, oh, yeah, honored. Oh, co- color guard. Yeah, kind of. There's like an exact name that he has. We'll, okay. We'll wait. Well, well, well was it? Is it a corpse? No, the, his is his his is like this group with a name though. That like other Marines will know. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like a thing. I don't know. But um, and then yeah, came to Sacramento, opened his own gym. But 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 a lot of videos he has is like how to find equipment, um, finding good equipment, and then uh, like making the most out of the lease. So mm-hmm. uh, common question I get, you probably get. 
how do you open a home gym? How do you open a garage gym? How do you, what do you need in your garage gym? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the best equipment? What's going to last? Uh, and now with like powerlifting getting really popular, CrossFit, weightlifting, strongman, right. general just fitness, people are squatting more. There's more specialty equipment. Um, and with more specialty equipment and more popularity with it, there's more companies, there's more options. Yep. Um, sometimes there's a higher price tag. And how do we do that kind of maybe on a budget? And mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, what's maybe necessary? I've never really had a, a home gym like way back in the day when I just had I had little kids and I had no time to do anything. I had a, believe it or not, a solo flex. Yeah, yeah. But before that, uh, I had a buddy who had his own bench press and he couldn't keep it in the house that he was living in. And so we put it in our spare bedroom in this in this duplex and then uh, and then my son was born. And so he was born with a room that had a bench press in it. Yeah, baby room. Yep. And I, I used it regularly back then, but I, I wasn't really time to do anything else. I was like finishing up my bachelor's degree and working and yeah. having a kid. And so it was, um, yeah, I just didn't have the, didn't have the fitness focus at that point. And then um, I've never really had, like I said, really had a garage gym. I never had anything like that. I, I, I would not know exactly how to approach it. I don't have a garage now either. So that's another thing. That's, that's what like, I was going to say. Yeah. I grew up without a garage. My, uh, Grandmother lived with us. Uh, she had uh, early onset Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm. And so we had my family or like my childhood home had a three and a half car garage when they bought it. Mm. And my mom converted that into basically an apartment for my grandma. So she had her own bathroom, bedroom. And it looked like a house, but it was literally the garage. Um, so we never had a garage. Plus, my dad wasn't really into lifting weights. Like he played sports a little bit. Like he refereed for a bunch of basketball leagues and mm. jog around and play some basketball, golf, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I lifted weights in high school, but I went to a gym and a trainer. And then past that, I was at a commercial gym. I think we had a gym membership to some commercial that I would go and lift at. But I never really did either. I did open a gym, which is a long story for another day and another podcast <laughs> um, that I don't talk about a lot. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, it failed, and I'm not. I was ashamed of it for a while, but it's just part of my story now. Um, but we'll get into that next time. So I, I have some experience because I did open mm-hmm. my own gym, and I can tell you what not to do. Um, but I think Alan can hopefully tell us what to do. You know, I'd imagine. It's just hard because it, the last time I searched for this stuff, probably 2008 when I opened my own gym and I was Craigslist hunting. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if I, if I have any tips to start, I guess is to start cheap. But but it depends on the budget too because, you know, Rogue and some of these companies make things pretty affordable now too. You know, mm-hmm. you get like a maybe a barbell that'll last you a lifetime for 300 bucks, right. which really isn't bad. And I feel like when I was doing this 2008, 2009, it was even more niche. So maybe the price tags were more because there was less companies. And so like to get a good barbell, I felt like I had to spend 600 and I didn't have that as an 18 year old trying to open a gym. <laughs> so I was trying to like just budget my shit out. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to basically, if, if you're trying to work out at home because you don't want to spend the money going to a, a, a global gym or you don't have access to it, you're a powerlifter, you don't have access to a powerlifting gym and you want to yeah. have specialty bars. I, the, the guy that I think about here um, too is like, uh, Brandon Camel Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's real popular on YouTube for just training vlogs, but now because he has a kid and stuff, yeah. he, he's more popular for building his own home gym. Right, right. Um, I was going to say, no, I, what would you say was essential just off the top of your head? Like a power rack yeah, so you I, can squat? I think and- if I'm opening one now, I'm basically going power rack. I'm spending... Say say whatever budget we want. Let's just make up money for now. Alan hopefully can get us some specifics for us. But let's say we have five grand. I'm spending like a third of that on the power rack and making sure it's nice. Uh, 
quarter of the third on a barbell and the yeah. rest on like plates. Yeah. And that's and like flooring. Do you need dumbbells? I don't think you need them. You know, and I guess this all depends on everyone's goals and stuff. Um, and for me, yeah, I guess it depends on... Do you on need a GHR? Do you need a reverse hybrid? So that's what I see things? a lot on Instagram. Like, all these people have really sick home gyms, and they're going GHR and, like, reverse hyper and stuff first. Like, that's the last thing. Not last thing I'm getting. They're great tools, but that's close to the last thing I'm getting. I'm going rack. That's a 5%er and not a... Yeah, 10%er. 10%er, yeah. I'm going yeah. rack, barbell, good plates. Yeah. Flooring, that's good. Maybe even, for me personally, sound system, that's good, mm. or something like that. And then I'm probably going, like, dumbbells... Maybe even kettlebells, uh, a good bench, and not necessarily a bench press, but a movable one. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the movable benches are shit and they just feel bad. I'd get a good uh, rolly bench. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, you can do incline Yeah, too, you got to yeah. do an incline. And then probably, yeah, dumbbells. And then maybe a, a cable. I might go a, a, a nice cable that either fits into the rack mm-hmm. or, or just a standalone one cable deal. Or I really do like the uh, free motions. They're basically like a stand-up thing with two arms that move either way. And it's like a cable machine that you can kind of set up for anything. Oh, Triceps yeah, or cable yeah. crossover, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Those are pretty space efficient. Um, they're probably pretty expensive. I don't even know. I don't have a clue. Yeah, but I, I might not go dumbbells and just go, yeah, squat rack, barbell, and then that free motion. And I can get all my, my tension and isolation off that thing. I would not have thought about flooring for like a for yeah. a personal garage you gym before, but now it's a thing. I think like, you have to unless you want to crack up the cement, or you go bumpers. Maybe you go bumpers and you can do some cement. Yeah, but it, I think it stay, maybe it stays warmer. I think probably. I mean, and most climate control is another issue. Like either you're going to be super hardcore. And you're going to sweat your ass off in the summer. You're going to freeze your ass off in the in the winter, or you're going to figure out some way, yeah, to mitigate that. Well, we're we're pretty lucky too. Like even if it's hot and cold, we can do it. You go hoodie on in the winter yeah. and sweats, and then summer you just go shirt and shorts, and you're going to be hot, but you'll be fine. It's different with our our buddy Brandon Campbell, uh, who's. It's probably freezing in the winter, I'd imagine, and he probably has to adjust to that. He's in the basement of Rhode Island. Uh, it's a little yeah. different, and so Alan's take will probably obviously be more California take. But <laughs> L- everywhere, everywhere in California, except for our mountains, except for Tahoe, yeah, uh, you'll probably be fine with that. But I'd imagine nearly everywhere else in the country, <laughs> you're gonna have to figure that shit out. We had an Airbnb in um, in Nova Scotia, like right on a lake. It was really, it was nice. It was sixty seven dollars a night. I hate it's that. Nuts. Yeah, it was so cheap. And it, it, but it had a basement, it had a finished basement, like a not like nicely finished, yeah, yeah. but but you know finished enough. And it really wasn't that cold down there. Yeah, I remember uh, the only basement I know is the house my dad grew up in in Cleveland. Uh, my grandpa's house had a basement, and it wasn't AC heat. Mm. Um, but same thing, you could go down there in the winter, and the ground cement and cold, but like it was f- finished or whatever. Yeah, I guess yeah. kind of you know like semi insulated. Yeah, it felt like a room. Yeah, it just didn't have vents. And right. so you could go down there, and they had a TV down there and a bar down there. So my cousins would go down there and drink and watch TV and stuff, and it was livable. Even though it's thirty outside, it was probably like fifty in there or something. Yeah. Well, the 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 constant temperature of the ground. Yeah, yeah. On it, on Earth is in 50, your underground is fifty four degrees. Yeah. So in your underground, basically a little bit in a basement. So yeah, it's decent, but. Uh, the other thing too is I think depending on where you live, even in California, our issue becomes a lot of people don't have garages. Yep. Uh, because we don't need them for our cars, and yeah. so or your apartment or you live downtown. <clears throat> I'm lucky I have a garage, but it's two car, and there's nowhere else to park. So if I built a gym, 
I guess I could get like street parking by the city, but that sounds like a hassle and I don't want to do that because I've thought about it. I was going to build one out. Um, and then the other thing too, mentally, I think, uh, and this isn't the topic we're going into, but mentally for me, I've thought about it and I think I'd work out weaker and less if I had a home gym. There's something about it, like even having caffeine, getting in my car, getting my bicycle and mm-hmm. listening to music, driving to the gym is like part of my ceremony or my preparation. Like I'm going to do this now. Like I'm ready to work out because I grabbed my backpack and I've had caffeine and now it's time to work out. Yeah. Or if I'm on my house, yeah, I could build a new routine, but it'd be weird for me. Like I'm walking into my garage. Sometimes I walk into my garage to get in my car. Sometimes I walk into my garage to squat. Sometimes I walk into my garage to take the garbage out. You know, the mental switch isn't like there, even though the path is the same. Where I know I take these roads, now I'm at Allen's gym, which is where I work out, and now it's time to squat. You right. know what I mean? And so I understand some people are busy and can't do otherwise or like the convenience of it, uh, but I don't know if I'd like it that convenient. I think you have to have a certain mindset about it for it to work for you. I, I, I don't know that I'm ever going to be that guy. Yeah, I mean, I think it. I, I need kind of the break. Like, I don't even work at home anymore if I can avoid it. That's yeah. why I have this office. Uh, yeah, for, I have an office my- in my house, and so... It kind of works for me, and my work is pretty casual. So yeah. if I had like a real job and like whatever it might be, I don't know, accounting or something, mm-hmm. and I could work hypothetically from home, I don't think I would either. Yeah. Because it's, again, that switch. Where my home work is like content creating, so I'm just kind of like being myself. And so I can do that right. at my house. But if I had to do like math or like yeah, yeah. or whatever, like I don't think – like I, even at my – growing up, I would do all my homework. Even though I had a desk in my room, I would do all my homework in my dad's office in my house. Because, like, something in my head would be like, all right, well, this is the work room. Yeah. And the yeah. desk in my room is for video games or whatever. Right. Music. No, that makes sense. Makes sense. My <laughs> my younger son worked, uh, did all of his homework on the love seat in, in our family room forever. My sister kind of did that, I think. Yeah. Just, just worked out in the middle of the, or the kitchen. She didn't do shit. Yeah. Didn't, like, wasn't enjoying himself enough that he wanted to be very far from the center of, of everything. Yeah, yeah. I got that. But yeah, I think that, um, like, I don't edit at home unless I yeah. have to, absolutely have to. I do social media shit from home, which yeah, we all do. Phone, we yeah. do it everywhere. I do research at home some of the time. Yeah. I don't necessarily spend, sit around here doing research sometimes. Depends. Yeah. Um, That's an issue, too, for all of it to, like, bleed over. Like, if you're a real intense power lifter, like, the gym starts to take over your mind if it's at home maybe. Or like mm-hmm. that, that obviously happens with my work. I'll be up at 11 and I'll be in bed on my laptop like watching a movie and then something will pop in my head creatively for work or research and I'll just be in bed at 11 working on my laptop researching my companies or what, whatever I'm doing. Like, yeah. That's not healthy. Uh, no. I'm it's not, not really you know what I mean? So sometimes it is good to have that separate space like, all right, I'm only going to research this thing when I drive to the office and do these things. Right. Yeah. It's not good mental hygiene. Good, not good yeah. sleep hygiene. Yeah, either. for sure not. Yeah. I try. I don't I don't use the computer in, in, in bed really at all. Yeah. Sadly, I do. Just I should change that. <laughs> I, should, I should just get the satellite TV back is what I should get. Because they have, just have dumb movies. Oh, and you know, rather than I'm on my computer like watching Twitch oh, yeah, or, or yeah, Netflix yeah. or whatever, I just need like a dumb TNT movie. I need to turn on Avengers three or something or one, you know, <laughs> just like background noise. But I don't yeah. have that shit. <laughs> That's literally what I need. Uh, if I if I have to sleep alone, like in a hotel room or whatever, I'll go to sleep with a TV on. But otherwise, like just yeah, I used to. I don't have a TV in the bedroom anymore. So. Yeah, I do. Oh well, let's see what Alan says. Yeah, let's see what Alan says about this. I'm sure he's got an opinion. Building a home gym, he's got a bunch. Right after this word about the Great Courses Plus. Some people may or may not know me in real life. Shout out to those that do, you lucky <laughs> bastards. But you you know, one, the show was named after, I guess, me. Yeah, In a selfish way. is yeah. it, Because I always got to be right. 
Uh, I started off saying that the Italians and the Nazis invented Nutella, and although that may be a hair of a reach, it is correct. And <laughs> to make sure that you're sort right, of, it, sort of. just Google it. It's right. Uh, and to make sure that you're correct, because everybody loves to be right, whether you're arguing with your friends, you're exploring your knowledge in life, trivia, whatever it might be, uh, we teamed up with the Great Courses Plus, which is and a resource of knowledge, thousands and thousands and thousands of videos on any topic you want to learn from business, entrepreneurship, to fitness, physiology, history, anything of that nature. I uh, was checking out the ones on uh, the history of England and Scotland and Wales and Ireland uh, over the weekend. I hadn't really seen any of them. And I, I actually was there last year about this time, as a matter of fact. And there were so many things I missed. And now I need to go back. Uh, it's a lot of great information. It's really easy to consume it. The, um, uh, there are um, so many different topics. Pretty much anybody can get something out of uh, a subscription with the great courses. Uh, so many different um, ways to consume the information as well because apparently there's an app. And if you want to just listen as opposed to watching, uh, we're out, just like use it kind of like you'd use a podcast to, to fill time, although you should keep listening to this one because we're we're just in so much alignment with uh what the great courses plus is providing uh like i said thousands of lectures all by top level teachers uh professors etc etc on as many topics as you want i'm probably going to check out some of the business stuff as you guys know i dropped out of college but i want to get my learnt on um done a bunch of different courses i guess on the app again audio if you want to check it out in particular, they have a physiology and fitness course. If you guys want to learn about um, what this video is about, uh, home gyms, or this uh, yeah. podcast is about home gyms, building your workouts, etc. The physiology and fitness um, lecture will teach you about what's happening within your body, uh, what's going on exactly while you're training uh, and building out your workouts, some knowledge to create your own fitness routines. And right now, thanks to the Great Courses Plus, we have teamed up and we worked out a fantastic deal to get you guys an entire month for free. That's a full free month to unlimited access to all the lectures they have, all thousands, tons of different topics. Uh, all you have to do is sign up today, thegreatcoursesplus.com slash facts, F-A-C-T-S. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash facts for a free month, unlimited courses. Get in there now. Check this out. Um, no point in letting this uh, sit around. There's information in there that you probably would love to get today. So uh, check it out, thegreatcoursesplus.com slash facts, F-A-C-T-S, facts. Get your learn on. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Adam Paul, the evil brother of Alan Thrall, who you guys may know from YouTube, <laughs> has graced us with his presence. We don't have a lot of people in studio, only the people that we know don't smell bad and are really handsome. So It means a lot. Yeah. So we got Alan here because multiple things. One, one of my training partners. Two, one of my favorite people. And three, the guy has done loads and loads of content. Um, he's really good at making content, whether you guys are want to lift weights, watch lifting weights, learn how to lift weights, learn the intricacies of programming technique, anything like that on YouTube. But also, he's a very successful business owner. And in that, he has owned a gym. And so what we're trying to figure out is how to make a home gym. Say I don't want to go to Untamed. You know, don't be offended. But I want to build something in my garage. Or you just need like a couple days a week that you can't get wherever and you still want to work out. And so like basically like what what do you really need to make it work for you? Uh, I suppose it depends on your 
you know, your goals or how you want to train. Um, but if you're, if it was me, I'd want a squat rack, a barbell, and some plates to start. Uh, if we want to get into specifics, yeah. Can I say brands? Yeah, dig in. Do whatever you want. Yeah, you can uh, bash brands for all I care. <laughs> I would go with uh, a me personally a Rogue R three, just the two by three rack. Yeah. Uh, is that kind of the skinnier one where it's kind of like a foot by three? I made that up. So but it's, it's the like, same same width as the three by three, but yeah. the 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 rack is only two inches wide. Oh, okay. Which gives a little more space between the plates and the rack. Yeah, yeah. I don't and, know why they do a three by three anymore. Uh, have you noticed old, that? I think it's just the old collegiate style, and that's just like the way it is kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. We're gonna make all our racks three by three, and all of our accessories three by three. So now you have to like yeah. upgrade. Well, that's um, that's true of the the ones that are um, made with the one inch spaces. So that's that's Louis Simmons owns yeah. a patent on that one inch space. Yeah. Oh yeah, the West Side space. Yeah, the West Side. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's that's uh, can be useful too. Yeah, very. Um, but I get a I'd get a Rogue R three rack. Uh, my bar of choice, if I was to had a home gym, would probably be a B and R bar. Uh, I don't even know if I know it. Yeah, it's Behringer and Ripito made a barbell. And the only reason I like that one is because it has power marks and weightlifting marks. Uh, the knurling is good and grippy, but it's not uh, too aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has center knurling, but again, this, the knurling is somewhat fine. So if you wanted to power clean or front squat, you can. Yeah. Um, I usually use an Ohio power bar, uh, but I can't, I'm not going to do front squats or power clean with an Ohio power bar. Yeah. Yeah. Beat up your neck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can do pretty much anything. And I even uh, deadlift with a BNR bar, and it's grippy enough to. What to, are some of the prices on some of these things? When you start to think about building a home gym, um, obviously everyone's budget's different. I've seen, like, Ronnie Coleman's, after he won a couple uh, Olympias, like his home gym and some of those videos, he's like in that glass outhouse. And uh-huh. that thing had to be a hundred grand or something. Right. Had, like yeah. every machine in the world. But, like, what do you, let's say a budget, what? Fi- outhouse. What? Yeah, maybe not an outhouse. <laughs> Sunroom? <laughs> Maybe something. Sunroom. I guess outhouses are a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. go on. Uh, uh, like five grand. Like what's a, what's that barbell cost? No, that barbell is three hundred bucks. Okay, and then the um, rack. The rack a is grand? an R three is like an older. They have like the Rogue Monster lights now, which yeah. are more expensive. But no, that's like a I don't know five ninety nine probably. Oh, that's really uh, good. It's yeah. And is that and where that, you're going with Rogue when you name drop like price and uh, yes, quality? Yes, because uh, Rogue is of all the companies I've purchased from, they're the most consistent. Mm. Uh, they're actually going to deliver in the time that the website says, and they're cu- I've never had any issues with their customer service. Um, I've always only had a, a good experience with the customer service. Can't really say that for all the other brands. Yeah. So if you care about a bunch of things like that. Um, I've just had best experience from purchasing from Rogue. Um, and I do think that uh, if you usually for things like a rack or a barbell, uh, buy cheap, buy twice, there are like $250, $300 racks. And I suppose if you're not lifting that much weight uh, and really it's just you it. using it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I guess I might approach this a little differently if it was a home gym. But as far as if I was purchasing equipment for the gym, yeah, I need stuff that's going to be – that can handle – uh, heavy use yeah yeah um but anyways so that's why i'm going with rogue the customer service the quality of the products uh and it's fairly fast uh shipping delivery um so anyways what about plates um i know uh 
you know, Untamed, uh, which we'll get into in the next episode. That's why I had Alan here, guys, because obviously he owns a successful gym, successful YouTube. He's a smart guy, um, but he's a real critical thinker. And I think that's actually, I got a random question on Instagram the other day. And I never thought about it. Uh, <laughs> kids like, uh, why do you only hang out with um, people that uh, uh, don't take drugs? <laughs> and I was like, well, I was like, <laughs> I weird he, well, he just, and he phrased it different. He phrased it better, but he was just basically <laughs> saying, because like I post pictures with you and I post pictures with Omar. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not the case. Like I have plenty of friends that, decided to take PEDs and, right. and lift weights. Yeah. It just happens that m- me, Alan, and Omar are the same age. Yeah, uh, We all uh, think similarly in terms of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Omar and Alan in particular are very critical thinkers. And I tend to be super critical as well, but I don't verbalize it. They verbalize it well. I just internalize it and go insane. But <laughs> it helps me to be around people that kind of think the same way as yeah, I do. Yeah. And that's why I had uh, Alan for these episodes is because he thinks about like, wow, that guy was a dick on the phone. Like, why is he being a dick? Or, oh, why is that uh, J-hook on that rack like that? That mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. And he really thinks that way. So that's why we wanted him for this episode and the next episode because yeah. he's really good at it. Uh, plates, where I was getting is, Untamed's been around for a very long time. So you have a variety of plates and a variety of equipment in your gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there somewhere special or a, t- a special type of plate we're looking for when you're building a home gym so when i uh first opened untamed strength it was much smaller than it is now uh and i didn't uh uh so i didn't buy that many plates i bought like honestly a handful of plates uh just off of craigslist mm-hmm. um, i actually uh scratched that i bought some plates off of rogue just uh they're just standard 45 pound iron plates mm-hmm. uh it's like olympic standard or something like that so I bought six of those uh, on Rogue. After that, uh, I just bought plates on, on Craigslist. And for over three years, like three and a half years, I was just acquiring more plates. It was like, hey, I found you know, four or five more plates, sometimes odd numbers. Like I found five, seven plates yeah. uh, on Craigslist. So I just bought more and more for the gym. And it got to the point where uh, the whole gym had just a ton, ton of diff- random plates, miscellaneous plates. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them were cheap plates. And so uh, they do crack, they break, and a lot of these plates were starting to chip, um, yeah. crack down the center. Um, rust. Rust, yeah. And, uh, and some, of them, some of them were noticeably much heavier than others. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't uh, I'm not too particular. I'm not a powerlifting princess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you were like carrying them, it was like, what in the hell? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is so much different. It's like or maybe five pounds or something. Well, off. Yeah. So, so I, uh, but I made it a point to never weigh the plates because I was like, I know that if I, <laughs> if I know this plate weighs more or this plate weighs less, uh, off, you know, based off the scale, I'm gonna avoid it or I'm gonna be drawn toward it. So I said, I'm not gonna weigh. I've them. been down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, anyways, eventually, uh, I got to a point where I was like, all right, I'm gonna sell all these plates and I'm going to outfit the gym with completely matching yeah. plates. Um, so I, I bought plates, uh, uh, Troy, the, the black Troy iron calibrated plates. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they're guaranteed within 2% accuracy. And, uh, so I, I bought those and I don't, I think I remember, uh, being in the gym and I said, all right, I'm going to buy enough so that every squat rack, every deadlift platform and every bench could could use four or five at the same time, which is way more. Like, way yeah, more. yeah. So that's that's what I, I bought. And those now. are a little more expensive, I assume, because they're calibrated of some nature. Yeah, it's honestly not not that bad. I remember uh, looking at the price, and it's not too bad. Um, if if I was to uh, just be buying plates for a home gym, eh, I probably wouldn't buy plates online just because of having to pay for shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would probably just go to a, a, a 
you know, uh, plate against sports or something like that to get plates. Yeah. I don't um, think those exist anymore. No, they do. Oh, do they? I go there sometimes, yeah. Really? Because yeah. me and Connor were just talking about it for like golf stuff or bicycles. I was like, bro, that store was genius. Yeah. Like I, think a, it, uh, I think it's up. There used to be one on Arden, but. I think there's one up north. Uh, yeah, there's uh, one in uh, there's there's one one north. Not, not too far from the gym. Oh, but okay. I would probably just buy plates from there, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't. I suppose it doesn't really matter, especially if you're just in a, in your own home gym. Yeah. Um, and if the plate's 47 pounds or 44 pounds, no big deal. Um, so I would probably buy there. Uh, but believe it or not, uh, in my uh, experience, buying plates, people think, oh, that's gonna, that shipping's going to kill you. Uh, when I bought those plates, thousands and thousands of pounds, shipping wasn't that bad. And it's because of the size. So you uh, can fit a lot of uh, oftentimes like UPS freight doesn't go off of weight. It yeah. goes off of how much space in the truck it's like taking. Like pallets. So if you have one pallet, one like, you know, four by four pallet stacked with 45s, it might be like 300 bucks to ship. Yeah, yeah. You get a an Elite FTS uh, leg press and it's like fucking $900 to ship. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the weight isn't actually the issue. So it's not that bad. Um, but I'd probably just buy something from Craigslist. Um, what about the rack and bar from Craigslist? Too risky? Again, like if you're not lifting that much weight uh, and it's just you using the rack, mm. just go with whatever you can budget. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, me personally, I like a good rack and a good bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rather than buy it twice, like you said. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, Do you have any experience with those the foldable racks, the ones that mount on the wall? The idea seems I genius. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a great idea, but I have no no idea. Yeah, uh, I think it'd be great for a garage gym if you're looking to like park your car still in there. Park right. your car there. Uh, yeah. So I think that would be a good idea, and it'd be it'd be worth it. Um, uh, I know that I've been to CrossFit gyms that have them mm. um, just to make more floor space. Uh, but again, if you're squatting six hundred opposed to three hundred, right? So I have uh, I actually have some uh, online clients who have the that foldable rogue rack, and there are some limitations. Like uh, um, this one guy. It's kind of iffy when he does uh, rack pulls because mm. oh, yeah. he has to use the spotters on the outside, Ooh. which is a whole lot of weight pulling on the pulling wall. On the wall, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he can't do. Um, sometimes I just like to get creative, especially with a uh, someone who trains in their garage. It can get boring just squat, bench, deadlift all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if I want to do stuff like uh, banded bench or uh, banded deadlifts or even reverse band yeah. deadlifts, reverse band bench. Um, I do like putting that stuff in routine and you can't do that. Uh, you know, it's Up similar to those racks, right? Yeah, just it's a it's similar to a, uh, uh, like squat stands, you know, yeah. I mean, you can't use bands. Um, so I might, I would probably just go with the rack. Um, makes sense. Yeah, I would also gonna... get, I would also, uh, install or, or make a deadlift platform. I forgot uh, that. Yeah. Some wood on um, the ground. Yeah. So um, you would not bust up your concrete. Yeah. So. Um, so obviously it depends on the goals, depends on the budget, et cetera. But I guess in the Allen Thralls, daddy home gym, mm-hmm. uh, rack, plates, barbell, what's the next step for you if you got a little bit more money laying around? What's the next equipment? I'd probably get a Prowler sled. Oh. Um, that'd be my conditioning tool. Yeah. Uh, push that out in the front. Um, uh, as far as like incorporating something like Strongman, um, I think that, uh, sandbags are good. Um, mm. you can do carries with them, which would Makes simulate sense. like a keg carry or something, or you can do, uh, loads with them like a stone, uh, without having to, you know, pick up Atlas stones in your garage. Make it um, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, the rogue sandbags I think are the best. I've used the, the iron mine sandbags, um, and the Cerberus, Cerberus, uh, 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 sandbags. I've used military duffel bags. They all rip and break. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogue seems to be the 
the best. So there you go. And the, you just get the just for people who are not thinking about the logistics of this. Like you get the bag and then you buy the sand. Yep. And and put you it just in buy the sand. They don't ship you a sand bag. So right, right, right. You will not be using it the first day unless you have prepared by going yep. to Home Depot and yep. getting a bag of sand. Yes, exactly. You okay. get the you get the bag and then you fill it with sand and you should fill it with. If you're thinking about doing this with uh, washed play sand. Right, not dirt. I've filled. Uh, I've tried to be cheap and just filled sandbags <laughs> with dirt. Yeah, um, and the dirt, all the fine dust. Uh, every time you drop it, it's just poof, yeah, cloud yeah, of yeah. dust everywhere. Yeah, and the f- sandbag gets filthy. So if you're sweating, you're just like covered in mud almost because uh, the the dirt just f- comes through the sandbag. And if there's small rocks uh, in that dirt. It does tear the sandbag up, so you have to use actual like clean play sand. Makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So l- let's ask a kind of a, a programming question. If you were a power lifter, um, would you benefit from having that kind of tool in your uh, in, in in your options? I guess. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that uh, uh, incorporating some sort of conditioning into your routine, just depending on who you are, mm. is always a good thing. Uh, and uh, carrying a sandbag or doing like sandbag over shoulder right. or something like that, um, I think is definitely useful, especially when someone wants to incorporate conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to make him buy a treadmill. And typically, I don't know if it's an overweight guy, I'm not going to go tell him to you know run a couple miles. No. Um, so maybe just carry some sandbags. Uh, so I think so, but certainly uh, you could do well in powerlifting and never touch a sandbag. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that for uh, someone who trains in a home gym, yeah. Surely it could you be can't, could be useful. Can't hit a squat PR with a heart attack. No, that's true. And just a conditioning issue about powerlifting, as far as I'm concerned, is that like when you compete in powerlifting, the day is long. Oh yeah, or yeah. incredibly short. Or incredibly short, <laughs> depending yeah, yeah. on if where you, you're at. If you suck, it's over soon. Or, well, or even just, like, just uh, <laughs> different, <laughs> certain federations now, you're you're in and out in two hours. Yeah, like a, yeah. a, a national. I've heard nationals at USAPL. They're, no, they're like on a flight schedule. They're whipping flights. Yeah, I mean, there's no, like I've, there's I've, like two thousand people competing in three days. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. whipping you out. Yeah. If you if you start at ten, you're done at twelve thirty. If you yeah. started, you know, twelve forty five, you're done at three. Like you're whipping through. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you get to eat. Where I like think- our old school powerlifting meets, I uh, I squatted. I was a first flight. I squatted, I believe, at ten o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I didn't pull my last pull until eight forty-five at night. I stepped off well, the that's platform. A, that's just poor management. That's <laughs> <laughs> right there. Yeah, I have. Yeah, similar story. Yeah, <laughs> same, pretty much same thing. Um, I think that uh, a good argument for being conditioned is uh, if you're able to, you know, I might have someone do some conditioning uh, far out from a meet, so that once we start. Uh, accumulating a lot more volume, mm. you're better able to handle it. You know, your work capacity For sure. is higher. Um, so if you do, I want to get better at powerlifting, and I'm like, well, we need to do five or six sets of five, uh, and that like kills you. Yeah. Uh, then you know maybe it's a good idea beforehand to do some conditioning such so your work capacity is there when we actually want to start accumulating volume in the in the right areas. Yeah. It's real cool in 2019 for all these raw powerlifters to bash or Louis Simmons or a Westside or a conjugate, but mm-hmm. something Louis Simmons is huge on. Yeah. Maybe a little too huge, but big on is GPP, general physical yeah. preparedness. And every sport has a level of GPP you need. Mm-hmm. Soccer's GPP is pretty big. You need to jog, sprint, turn sideways, all these things. Powerlifting's maybe a little bit lower, but you have to have some kind of recoverability or yeah. f- general fitness. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Um what do you think about flooring that outside of the, uh, the deadlift platform? Um, I don't think you need anything past that. Um, 
Yeah, I wouldn't see any reason for, as far as for for a garage gym. I don't think you need anything past a platform. Why? Are they, why are they so fucking expensive? If you buy one, I feel like they're like six hundred to twelve hundred dollars. I know you make them a platform. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, no. I would. Yeah. <laughs> but I just why make is them. that? I just I've never bought a platform. I just make them with plywood yeah. and horse stall mats. Um, and you could just do just two layers of horse stall mats, probably if you wanted, right? Yeah. 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 You could. Um, again, just depending on how much you're lifting. Uh, if 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 you were deadlifting like four or 500 pounds regularly, I probably wouldn't just stack it on horse stall mats. One, because the floor is not going to be that protected mm-hmm. depending on how fast you drop it. Uh, and you start to get this spring effect. Yeah. Right. You set the weight down. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, it's back up into your hands pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what's weird? <clears throat> Alan might have an answer. I don't know if I've asked you this. Both sports, weightlifting and powerlifting, compete in typically standard flooring um a lot of federations in powerlifting do like a short carpet like an office carpet mm-hmm. like here um some do uh, all rubber um weightlifting is also often uh some type of rubber or short carpet at big meets weightlifting mm-hmm. style um very rarely are either of them on plywood or wood why does everybody train on plywood or wood well i have a i can answer the 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 why carpet the carpet kind of makes sense the carpets uh, cover up Pea, baby powder, <laughs> yeah, and chalk, yeah. So it's not happening on wood, yeah. Uh, so it's always grippy. I just feel like I don't know about weightlifting because it's not my expertise, <sighs> but like I feel like all powerlifting should just be done on rubber, competing and training. You could do plywood underneath, like you said, to, to, yeah. to the shock and the and the, and the uh, protect the floor. But yeah, uh, it just seems weird to me because you look at every national meet or any even semi well done run meet. And, I think because because carpet will never fail. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you could have, I mean, even if I hosted a meet at untamed strength and I had, you know, all rubber platforms, uh, if I had the doors up and it was really wet out, yeah. the rubber gets wet. Yeah. I wonder some carpets, I guess, sense. aren't slippery. Cause I've, I've known people, some sumo, those sumo guys, those guys that don't really deadlift complain about carpet sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, sumo. Yeah. Just yeah. Like yeah. Just around. like pushing out. Yeah. yeah but maybe, yeah. maybe it depends I on could, shoes. Yeah. I could see that. I don't know. Um, just, that's just a question I've asked many uh, smart folk and none of us have answers. That's uh, a good question. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, it's I know like, that, I know that like, uh, powerlifting specific gyms tend to have platforms with carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Like make. a, like a, uh, Alico makes a platform that, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Barbell um, has one of those. But I, I mean, I, I at Untamed Strength, I have uh, four of the platforms have the wood center, and yeah. the two of them are just all rubber mat. Yeah, yeah, the, um, your little deadlift platform. And I could, I could just do, uh, you know, all rubber mats. That works perfectly. Fine. It would make sense for me for a weightlifter because you're moving your feet, and so you almost right. don't want you want it to be sticky, but oh, not. Yeah. It's kind of like a basketball. Yeah, you don't want to weightlift on. Yeah, you don't want to do a split jerk on rubber. Right, because yeah. you need to move your feet. But then, like, they don't really always compete on wood either. I think they do. I think they compete on carpet. Weightlifting? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I think so. It's not always wood. I think it's not always wood. I'm going to look it up right now. You guys yeah. continue. I swear, because I've had yeah, this conversation with Ben, too, and he's like, oh, yeah, I never thought about it. Because you just, you're, when you're actually competing, you're only on I would the, not want to do a split jerk on carpet. You're only on the platform for like 10 seconds, you know? You never really think about it. To the extent you have to slide your feet. And you, and you have to. Oh, here's Wood International in China. Yeah, the, I, I don't think there's ever been a meet with carpet. I don't know crazy. what it is. I don't think it's wood, though. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't right? think it's wood. That's our nationals. Yeah. It, there's a Chinese well, lifter. Is there, is there sound to it? Oh, probably. Oh, you got to turn it up on the side, yeah. We're looking at, uh, shout out West Kids, Cal, Cal Strength. <laughs> Smashing <laughs> If weeks. you can hear his feet. I think it's at the Pan Ams. Yeah, it's too loud. 
The music's going wild. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> That's the loudest music I've ever That's, heard at a weightlifting yeah. meet by far. We'll listen to his feet. This is picking it up pretty good. Yeah. No, dude, they got the epic Rocky music, music going on. If you can hear his feet clap, because I don't it, think it's car. But then look at this, though, you know? Because then you go international, and you can clearly tell it's wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit that that foot slap. Is yeah, real but clear. I've noticed in... Maybe it's just... Maybe, maybe it's, it's just, just colored a, wood. And maybe, and maybe it's just America. Or it's like this stuff. I don't know what that is. It's like a uh, track. You know, like clay track? Really? Kind of. It's like a rubber track looking thing. This is a whole separate episode, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have the answer. <laughs> well, we need to find somebody who has the answer, right? No one's got the answer. Nobody? No one. There's got to be. for 99.9% of people it listening. It don't matter. Uh, flooring doesn't matter. Yeah, this stuff is cool, though. Speaking of flooring, look, if you're trying to go all out, I like this. Where the platform, and they use this rubber. It's like somewhere, it's like a wood rubber combo deal. It's like track. It's like mm-hmm. probably the nicest Olympic track. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they put that like in the ground so it's flush with the rest of the garage oh yeah if you guys got the budget do Uh, that it looks fucking (laughs) sick it does look pretty good um oh climate control we don't have to worry so much about in california other than it just gets hot Uh, it doesn't get so cold excuse me (laughs) bless you thank you so um thoughts on that is is untamed um do you have any untamed is untamed Uh, totally untamed yeah Yeah. it's not climate controlled uh and the only time it becomes uh an issue for me is the barbells um so if it is you know uh raining for a good week uh uh, the gym gets pretty damp um and so some of the barbells the bare steel barbells Mm -hmm. uh will slightly rust get a little rust um uh but i mean if, if you take if you only have one bar to take care of in your home gym just a little three-in-one oil every once in a while yeah. is going to protect it um so that is something to consider is uh the bars will rust if it's bare steel mm-hmm. um if you're like uh you know a home gym in louisiana i probably would not go with the bnr bar because it is bare steel i'd get some stainless steel bar um so that you don't have to take care of it um something with a good coating is not going to break down yeah uh but as far as uh being hot and humid or wet um in the gym and uh, members training there, I don't care. But as far as the <laughs> equipment, yeah, yeah, sometimes it's a pain in the ass. Fans? Yeah, we have fans. Um, Just uh, no heaters. No heaters, no AC. Yeah. Um, so, and it's not, uh, uh, it's it's always, every every winter, there's people complaining about the cold. Every summer, there's people complaining about the heat. Um, and I get it. I know that it gets hot. I know that it gets cold. Um, and it's not that I'm... Uh, I'm just, I just don't like hearing it. I don't like hearing <laughs> the complaints. And it's not that I'm, uh, uh, you know, suck it up, don't be a pussy. It's not that at all. I know that it's hot, um, but it's just, uh, there's not a whole lot I can do about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, I rent the place. It'll uh, start to triple your rent. Right, right, right. And I'm not going to put, you know, $20,000 yeah. AC in there. Yeah. Um, even if I could afford it, it would, it would be hard to regulate because everyone would have the doors up. Well, someone's it's still going to complain. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. it's 70, Alan. You know I deadlift best when it's 60. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, seriously. It's too cold uh, in here. It's like July, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but I feel like the gym's 24-hour access and the unless I had like unless I had the thing locked up yeah, and like regulated, sure. that thing would be going 24/7 for like 4 months in the yeah. summer. Um, so anyways, your gym membership is going to double or you're going to yeah. deal with the heat, yeah, buddy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess to wrap it up, uh, the, the last piece that you'd put in the Allen Thrill gym. So we got the, the rack, the basics. We got a little sled, maybe some sandbags from conditioning. What's the last finishing touch? 
Snow cone machine. <laughs> dessert. <laughs> you can't go home without no dessert. Um, I wouldn't put, uh, honestly, anything past that. If you're just, if it's just a general uh, strength training or, or like Jim said, uh, you can't get to the gym so you can finish, you know, your workout mm-hmm. in the gym or I'm sorry, in your garage, bar, plates, uh, a rack with a pull-up bar and a place to deadlift uh, is really all you need. Sandbag for conditioning or a sled. Um, I don't think dumbbells are necessary. Uh, Quick tally of the price then in Alan's head? Under, um, or just like under amount, you know, like this will cost under? I think uh, a thousand bucks without shipping. Oh, wow. uh, if you got like five or $600 rack from Rogue, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, more than a thousand, probably like 1500. Yeah. Uh, five, $600 rack, uh, from Rogue, $300 barbell. Um, let's see if you were buying like 400 pounds, uh, 500 pounds in plates. Um, that's probably going to be at least 500 bucks if it's a dollar a pound. Yeah. If you're going out and not paying for shipping. Uh, yeah. Maybe the Craigslist plates. Yeah. Um, Buy some plywood for a deadlift platform, so probably fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's um, pretty good for like the the bare yeah. minimum. Uh, but that would work. I I've actually talking about barbells. I think three hundred dollars is a good price for a uh, good good enough barbell. Um, Casey Neistat has actually made a video before about uh, cameras. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about diminishing returns, and it's the exact same thing with barbells. If you go from a one hundred dollar barbell to a three hundred dollar barbell huge difference in quality mm-hmm. you go from a 300 dollars bar to a 500 dollars bar a little bit less difference mm-hmm. you go from a 500 dollars bar to a 1200 dollars bar smallest difference yeah and unless um, you're competing on on the world stage and you need to feel the same barbell right. every day that you're going you to need like the like an yeah. power bar yeah. um sure uh but yeah i think that the difference between a, you know 100 to 300 that's like the sweet spot of a good barbell and a shit barbell but even if you're a snob and you want the alico either powerlifting or weightlifting bar we're still looking at maybe 2200 then for a, a whole gym yeah that's going to be yeah. that's going to be your home gym double yeah like twice yeah. your home yeah. gym if you're going to buy a bar like that um but if that's the case then you're going to be you you better be lifting like 800 pounds yeah, you better least, not you know be a I mean? so, sissy. 405 deadlift like <laughs> a bar it's the same kind of thing with talking about using kilo plates or calibrated plates that yeah. are the thinner plates or whatever versus the the just gen pop kind of yeah. kind of plates yes it does feel different but no it doesn't feel that different right. if you're not lifting huge weights right yeah, you know exactly. if you go into a meet and it's kilo plates calibrated kilo plates it's gonna feel a little bit different mm-hmm. when you un- unrack the squat it'll feel a little bit different when you pull because the bar will, will there's also a, a crowd in front of you a lot there's of things all, are there's feel a different. lot of yeah. things yeah like you can't bring in a crowd yeah. like right. your conditions are not gonna always be the same even yeah. though Shaco told me yeah. they did he, bring, sa- he says in Russia they do when they do their gym tests he'll bring in a little crowd I like that specificity that's cool. specificity that's a thought maybe <laughs> how much people watch yeah um, but you just do it like a gym day. Like we could do it on Tame. Hey, this Saturday we're all going to test our lifts, yeah, and yeah. then everybody's watching. One person's lifting. Yeah, we'll just, put a bunch of lawn chairs out. Yeah, you get a little. Yeah, yeah one guy in a little funny suit judging I like people. It. <laughs> I like pour it. caffeine down everybody's gullet and, uh, <laughs> and go. All right. Well, awesome. Where can uh, people good. find you, Alan? Uh, Untamed Strength. If you want to find it on YouTube, just you can type in my name or Untamed Strength. That's not youtubecom slash strength It's like. A thrall seven or something like that. Uh, the website is Train Untamed. Uh, Instagram is at Untamed Strength. Mm, 
That's in it. Jim, Sacramento, California. Untamed Jim is Sacramento, California. Yep. Well, I'm Silent Mike, 2Ks, Instagram, Twitter. Follow right. us. I am the Jim McD, and the show is 50% Facts, where percent is a word. See you next time.